Welcome back to the Institute of World Mission podcast. I'm your host, Marcos Lopez. This is episode 126, and we are continuing our series called Story from the Mission Field, where Enid Harris interviews a missionary who shares stories and lessons from their experience. In this episode titled, Is Being a Missionary a Blessing?, Enid interviews Daisy Jung, a Korean missionary who has served in India for the last 11 years. She shares her son's difficulties in adapting and accepting the host culture and her struggles with loneliness and depression. I'm sure that hearing her story will be a blessing to you today. So let's go straight to that. Welcome to the Institute of World Mission Weekly Podcast, a show for Adventist mission enthusiasts striving to live, serve, and witness cross-culturally. Visit us at iwm.adventist.org slash podcast to view this podcast's show notes, links, and previous episodes. Institute of World Mission is your partner in the mission field. Hello, and I'm Enid Harris from the Institute of World Mission, and uh, with me here today is my guest, Daisy Zhang. Uh, I just want to welcome you, Daisy. Thank you for uh, being Thank willing you. to share your your cross-cultural experience in India, where you are working as a missionary. So over to you, Daisy. Hi, thank you so much. Um, my name is Daisy Zhang, and I have been a missionary in India for 11 years. My husband is working as the director of 1000 Missionary Movement in India, and I have two sons named Saint and David, and we are from Korea. Um, some of you may think, what is 1000 Missionary Movement? This is basically missionary movement for the young people. So we encourage young people to dedicate one year of their life to finish the global mission. We give uh, eight weeks of missionary training in the campus and sending them to the mission field 10 months. So I can say that we spend most of the time with the young people in India who has zeal and passion for his ministry it is a blessing for us wonderful uh and you have been there 11 years already and and doing this yes. uh you know young people do inspire us don't they so tell us uh when did you go to india and how old were your children at that time mm -hmm. uh, our family came to india on march 2011 uh, that time saint was four years old and david was two years old of course, now they have grown up. Um, when we first decided to go, come to India as a missionary, many friends and families worried uh, about my children because they were too small. Uh, even I was not sure whether this decision was good or not, but uh, the worry was just worry. <laughs> uh, when we arrived in India, place was new and people were strange for us and it was really difficult to be a friend with the uh, people in india but because of my two sons uh, uh wherever we went uh, we could be fa uh, family uh, familiar with uh, people easily uh, saint and david could not give bible study or do another ministry because they were too mm -hmm. small mm -hmm. but only thing they could do was following the parents and playing with others but they met people's hearts and because of my children uh, we could build good relationship with neighbors i like that uh you know <laughs> you remind me of us uh, or at least 
uh, out when we went out as missionaries, our children, our two boys mm -hmm. were ages four and two. So, yes, oh. uh, children have a, a way, a good way of uh, sort of an entering wedge for making friends. Um, right. So how did, how did your children adjust? Uh, and do you remember any special experiences with your children? Oh, uh, yes. Uh, 2018, we gave training for the global mission workers in India. Uh, so around 40 families came along with the children. Mm -hmm. Whole day parents had class and activities. So children was cared by two missionaries, but it was hard for them too. Uh, then one day uh, during evening worship time, suddenly Saint and David came and played with the children. I was surprised because uh, I did not tell them to take care of children, but they came as a volunteers. Amen. But, but uh, they took care of children every evening session, and children love to be with them. Mm. In fact, uh, my children usually first shy to mingle with the new people, but God worked through Saint and David to help children. That moment, I realized that God, you know, God is taking care of Saint and David uh, to grow well. Wonderful. And they were being little missionaries themselves, opening <laughs> the way so. for you. So you have been in India 11 years already. Mm -hmm. uh, how, how are the children doing now? Um, uh, they are growing well, but still they have a confusion in their mind. Especially mm -hmm. my first son, uh, Saint, is now 14 years old. Uh, I think from 10 years old, he started to have objection to wear Indian traditional clothes. <laughs> he told me, Mommy, I like Korea. I want to go back to Korea. Mm -hmm. He missed Korea and he started to think about uh, why he should be here in India. Mm -hmm. I used to explain how blessing it is to stay in India as a missionary family, but he did not agree that time. Um, I wanted to take family photos with the wearing the Indian uh, traditional clothes mm -hmm. uh, as a missionary family. But he never allowed me to buy Indian clothes for him. <laughs> uh, and he always answered to me, I am Korean. Mm. Perhaps mm -hmm. he was thinking that wearing traditional Indian clothes would make him like a real Indian. Oh, yes. <laughs> yeah. mm -hmm. When I asked him, what is your you know, future dream? He answered like this. Uh, I want to be a scientist to help animals, but I don't want to be a missionary because mm. I need to shift my house many times <laughs> and I may have visa issues, so I don't like to be. Um, I didn't know what thoughts were coming and going in his mind, but it was clear that he is growing. Mm. Uh, we did not know how to help him, but pray. Uh, I never asked him to wear Indian clothes, though I really want because I did not want him to disturb you know, the, his sensitive mind. Mm -hmm. But one Friday evening, uh, in December, I think last year, he said, Mommy, if you buy Indian clothes today for me, I will wear it. So I was surprised. It's been a few years since Saint said he would wear Indian clothes. I could not believe it. My husband and um, David, who love to wear Indian clothes, were happy too. Mm. So I told him, oh, well, really? Thank sure, I will buy it. But now almost enter the Sabbath. I will buy it tomorrow night. So next day night, we went to the market and bought beautiful Indian clothes for my two sons. 
Mm. And very next Sabbath, all our family were Indian clothes. Wonderful, wonderful. Uh, You know, sometimes we as parents, we don't realize that children too struggle with adjusting to a different culture. Mm -hmm. Uh, Yes, Uh, third culture kids will struggle more than other children Mm -hmm. who adjust in the mission field and find their identities. Mm -hmm. Sometimes I feel sorry for their situations, but I still believe that God is standing with them. And though they are struggling, but still they are blessed. Amen. Uh, now, Saint loved to take photos and videos for the 1000 Missionary Movement. He helped a lot for our promotion videos and, you know, many things. And David, my second one, uh, from the morning till evening, he loved to be with the missionaries in the campus. They, uh, they love missionaries and missionaries love them. I think this is blessing, though they don't realize now, but he gives more blessings to the missionary kids. So uh, I want to say that children in the mission field is not a burden, but blessing. And actually they have found their little place uh, as missionary (laughs) kids in in God's mission. This is -hmm. is amazing. What a beautiful story. Mm -hmm. So now, how about you? How do you manage as a mother and a wife and as a missionary in India? Uh, Did you have any difficulties? Oh, yes. Um, Actually, when I was uh, 21 years old, I spent one year as a 1,000 missionary in Philippines. And I decided to be a whole life missionary. Mm. And I met my husband who has same goal and we came to India. Uh, since I had experience of staying you know, uh, as a missionary in another culture, I didn't care at all to come as missionary in India. Mm-hmm. First year and second year, I was uh, full of spirit. I was very fine. Okay. Different food I love to taste and different culture I love to accept. I felt like uh, I can do everything for his ministry. Mm. But <laughs> when time passes... Um, I became exhausted. Mm. Uh, so mm. after two years of staying in India, I got depressed. Uh, that time, so many problems we faced because of visa issue. We were stressed and we could not find the people who can work together with the same mind. Mm. Um, my husband was busy with the missionary training, but I was not. I was staying at home because my children was too small. I was busy with the children, but at the same time, I was lonely and stressed. Hmm. So finally, I became a saddest person in the world, how I felt. Mm-hmm. Uh, all the zeal and passion which I had before you know, for the missionary work has hmm. been disappeared. I was crying when I cook, and I was crying when I washing uh, the dishes. Uh, my husband tried to you know, make me happy, so he brought some Korean food for me. But it was not worked. Mm. I could not find the reason or mission that I need to be in India as a missionary. So uh, when I went to Korea for some reason, um, I cried a lot because I did not want to come back to my mission field. I suffered from depression for nearly six months, I think. What you felt was real mm-hmm. and uh, you, 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 needed, you needed a place in God's mission. Mm-hmm. And so you went back to India, and mm-hmm. one day your husband came up with an idea. This <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes. 
I came back to India with crying and I still had depression. One fine day, uh, my husband told me, Daisy, let's go to the promotion trip together. We will take our car and visit many places in India and we will encourage young people in India to join us as a missionary. Uh, it was a wonderful plan, of mm -hmm. course, but mm -hmm. I was mood of depression and I knew that if I go, I should take my two kids. He told me that it will take two weeks of journey with vehicles. Uh, for me, it was not a problem, but for my children, it was too difficult mm. because they could not eat Indian food well because it's too spicy for them mm -hmm. and they must feel hard for a long journey in the car. But my husband was strongly suggested till the night before we start our uh, mission trip, we could not have conclusion. Mm. And finally, he told me, I won't take you even you want to go now. Stay mm. home. He wow. was angry. <laughs> I didn't even answer him and my husband went to sleep like that. <laughs> yes, I'm sure you felt a big burden. Uh, yeah. on, your, on your heart and so what what happened next and um i was alone at home uh, in the room and uh, suddenly a thought came to my mind uh, it's not a uh, even big deal why did i fight with my husband this much uh, like strongly mm -hmm. what's in the trip uh, who would be happy if i didn't go of course the answer was satan mm -hmm. so i thought of myself there's something with this trip. There's something Satan would be afraid of. <laughs> wow. And so the Holy Spirit was really speaking to mm -hmm. you there. Uh, so you yes. decided to go on the trip. Yes, I did. And the promotion trip was hard. Two weeks was with, uh, you know, two weeks we visited many Adventist schools and colleges and churches. Uh, wherever we visit, you know, my husband gave the same sermon which prepared for the promotion mm -hmm. and I play the same song by Flute. Okay. Um, however, every time I listen uh, to the sermon, you know, the sermon, I cried. And every time I play the song, I cried within in my heart. Mm -hmm. uh, from the repeated sermon and, you know, the song, uh, I could hear the voice of God speaking to me. Mm -hmm. Wow, God has some interesting ways of, mm -hmm. of uh, speaking to our hearts. So the Holy Spirit was really uh, yes. looking on you and speaking to your heart. Mm -hmm. Yes, indeed. Uh, the two weeks of mission trip turned my missionary life. So I'm mm. still here. <laughs> Amen. Returning Amen. from uh, mission, mission trip, my husband suggests me to teach recorder to uh, Indian children. He felt that I, uh, I was still weak, so he wanted to give me some work to make me busy. In fact, uh, many children did not have chance uh, to learn music instruments because most of the school does not have uh, music class in India. Mm -hmm. uh, I was not confident to teach children. Then my husband almost forced me to teach them. <laughs> uh, so I started to teach uh, around... Uh, 10 children and okay. later even others came too and after some time we shifted our mission field to west bengal in india and we stayed in the adventist school uh, campus mm -hmm. and there also i started the recorder class in the school on sabbath day uh, from class 2 to class 12 even teachers came to learn recorder especially many hindu and muslim children joined our recorder class 
and they learned many Christian songs every Sabbath day. Wow, Daisy, you know this, uh, mm -hmm. you, you had the talent, you had the gift of music, and it, it, was, um, it was hiding under a bushel somewhere, you know, like mm -hmm. the song says. Um, and, uh, but God has many ways of reaching and helping us. Mm -hmm. Uh, in fact, it's sometimes quite humorous when he, uh, you know, what he uses to, to help mm -hmm. to reach us. He knew that you needed something to do that would be a blessing to you and to others. And in mm -hmm. this case, God worked through your husband to encourage you to find something to do that turned out to be a great blessing. And you're still doing that. Right. Yes. <laughs> yes. And uh, later, even I could open the piano class, and every year, forty students and others came to you know learn the music. Mm -hmm. And when Hindu and Muslim or the other denomination students praise God by recorder or piano in the church, I feel so blessed. Amen. Uh, I was most depressed person ever before, but God gave me a chance to do music ministry and it gave me more strength to stand as a missionary. Amen. I thought, you know, uh, I'm helping the children to learn music, mm -hmm. but it was not. The small and simple work which God gave me was holding me and helping me to stand as a missionary. Yes. Now, without recorder, without children, I cannot imagine my missionary life. Uh, God knew what I need to do, and He guided me that way. I am so blessed being as a missionary. Amen. I, you know, I, I can't tell you how, um, how this is, how much this is blessing me too. Um, Daisy, thank you so much for sharing your testimony and your story. This is very personal, uh, because, mm -hmm. and many, uh, many missionaries out there or missionary wives can relate to what you are sharing what would you say to missionary wives especially who feel sad or lonely or even unfulfilled in the mission field perhaps they feel like you felt depressed mm -hmm. in the mission field what what would you say to them um i believe that many missionaries will have the same experience like me mm. of course you know all the situations will be different Mm -hmm. But in my case, uh, morning meditation gave me more strength. Mm -hmm. uh, I was a person who has, you know, up and down moods many mm -hmm. times, you know. Mm -hmm. But uh, from the time when I started my meditation, my spirit and faith also became stable. Uh, every morning, 5 o'clock, I meditate Bible with our old uh, campus family. Mm -hmm. Sometimes I'm inspired by the words of God and sometimes I feel sleepy. But still, uh, through morning meditation, uh, God gave me the strength to live every day. Uh, so for me, morning meditation is just like a sweeter oxygen for me. I like what you say there. Uh, morning mm -hmm. meditation is like a spiritual oxygen for you. You mm -hmm. know, this is, this is a lifeline, isn't it? That's right. Spiritual <laughs> oxygen. And, uh, and you put on your, the armor of God that he, you know, mm -hmm. uh, in the mornings to be able to help you withstand anything that might come your way, um, you know, um, any discouragement or depression uh, that God is helping you to uh, work through. This is, this is an amazing testimony, uh, and I just want to thank you again so much.
So as we close this episode, um, what in particular would you like our listeners to pray for uh, in your family's ministry in India? Uh, now, 60 young people are in our campus as uh, 23rd best missionaries. Though it is COVID season, the biggest number has gathered for the missionary work. Mm. So please pray for them so that they can finish their training without any sickness and go forward to the mission field to spread his gospel. Amen. Uh, you know, somehow um, God's word is still getting through and yes. uh, missionaries are still able to do their work uh, in mm -hmm. spite of the, uh, the pandemic. Um, and we mm -hmm. uh, need to lift up our missionaries with prayer and just wrap them mm -hmm. in, in prayer. So let's pray for, uh, for the work that you're doing. Dear Father God, we thank you so much that you have placed uh, Daisy and her husband and family uh, there where they are in India with the 1000 Missionary Movement. We thank you mm -hmm. for the work that they are doing and uh, spreading your gospel uh, among the young people so that they can go out and share with others in the great land of India. Mm -hmm. uh, Lord, we also know that this pandemic uh, has come to interfere uh, with the work that you are trying to do there. But you are mightier than this virus. Mm -hmm. And we just pray that you will be with those um, 60 young people who are on the campus, uh, this 23rd batch already of missionaries mm -hmm. that they are training, that you will just keep them safe and from harm and danger. And all the others that have gone before them, that you will just protect mm -hmm. them and watch over them. Please be with Daisy and her family as well mm -hmm. and all the other missionaries who are out there serving you doing their very best uh, to reach this gospel uh, take it to the ends of the earth as you have commanded so thank you for hearing us and for being with us today in your name we pray amen special thanks to daisy for sharing her personal experience and how god is guiding every step of her family's missionary life have you gone through something similar? Would you like to share your experience with us? Feel free to leave a comment on the bottom of the episode page on our website. We are grateful to you, our loyal listeners, for being part of our journey here at the Institute of World Mission Podcast. Our dream is to connect even closer to you, and for that, we are preparing a forum on learnmission.org. There, we will have a space for you, our listeners, to share thoughts, stories, and even more. We want you to have an even bigger part in what we are building here. Stay tuned for more information on the forum in the upcoming episodes. Once more, it was a great pleasure to be your host today. See you on Friday next week.